0: Shopify. Yet, yeah, is Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. Including our very own T-Boy merch store. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your physical retail store? Shopify POS is like a command center for your store, both in-person and and online. Shopify is a powerhouse selling partner. Their user-friendly interface is your source of truth for your sales, your inventory, and your shipments. Plus, there's the Shopify tools for Instagram and TikTok marketing campaigns. Shopify offers hardware to let you accept every payment and customer service to solve every problem. If you're selling something, you should sell it with Shopify, like we do. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tboy, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash tboy to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify .com/tboy Fabric by Gerber Life. Yeti's Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. You can go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required. When Jack and I became dads, we got term life insurance. For 20 years, our family will be protected financially. So we pay a tiny premium monthly so that our family gets a payout if like the worst should happen to us. For the next 20 years, And that brings us huge comfort. So join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their families. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash tboy. That's M-E-E-T, fabric.com slash T-B-O-Y. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. So get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is Nick. This is Jack. It's Friday, the real Friday, September 15th. And today's pod is the best one yet. It is a T-boy, Jack. Nick, the temperature in Vermont this morning, 46 degrees. Celsius or Fahrenheit, Jack? Fahrenheit. You know what that means? It's double collared shirt weather. That's the trend I'm bringing on this fall. Vermont weather sounds a lot like Nantucket clothing, Jack. (laughs) Double pop collars. Are you getting maple syrup or are you going to a yacht club? (laughs) No, they're flannels. They wouldn't let me wear this to a yacht club, trust me. New York Fashion Week, take note. First story, what do we got on today's podcast? MGM Resorts, the hotel and casino company, has been taken over by hackers. And we've got the solution to this cyber attack. Here it is, the Liam Neeson Doctrine. For our second story, we're looking at Arm. The computer chip company just had the biggest IPO on Wall Street in the past two years. Because Arm's computer chips are the coolest chips around. Literally. And our third and final story is Britain. Over in Britain, the biggest chain of pubs has introduced surge pricing. The pints are pricier during peak hours over in the UK. If surge pricing can come for beer, then surge pricing can come for everything. It is no liquid sacred. But yetis, before we hit that wonderful mix. Wonderful mix of stories before a weekend. Love the mix, Just Speaking of sacred liquid, ain'ts. Zwei, drei, trinken. Las die Luft raus, Jack. (laughs) Yet his day one of Oktoberfest begins this weekend. Oh, we know. You don't have to double check your calendars. It's still September. Deutschland, they like to round up early. Yeah, so tomorrow is the opening day of Oktoberfest, the biggest beer festival on earth. The biggest beer festival since Hands Across America, Jack? Line up your lederhosen and prost your pints. Like Jack said, eins that (laughs) Zeit. Comiker and Schlemmer. And yet he's the epicenter of Oktoberfest is in Munich, the capital of Bavaria over in Germany. And those Bavarians have been doing this beer tradition since 213 years ago. Yep. The first Oktoberfest was to celebrate the wedding of Kaiser Ludwig das Erste, who is the great grandpapa of Ludwig von Wolfhausen. <laughs> yet we could tell you how much beer is consumed at this beer drinking event. Which is 1.98 million gallons of beer. And we could tell you how many sausages are eaten at Oktoberfest. Which is 60,000 bratwurst sausages. <laughs> but we think the better, the funnier, the more expensive statistic is the number of things lost at Oktoberfest every year. Get- this Last year, attendees of the Munich Beer Festival lost 520 iPhones. They lost 600 wallets. They left behind 1,300 passports. That's right. They lost 1,300 <laughs> passports at this beer festival. Verlassen, vergessen, verloren. Lost, forgotten, and und left behind. So, yetis and besties, if you're pouring out some pilsners this weekend. If you're browhousing in Bavaria right now. If you're toasting in a tent. Or if you're pulling a pretzel with that but remember to drink responsibly, and remember to remember to remember <laughs> your things. Right, like wallet, check, passport, check, podcast, double check. Let's hit our three stories, Yetis Mackenzie Schnell, Jack Mackenzie Schnell, Ziggy zaggy Ziggy zaggy and a Ho Ho Ho, Oi Oi Oi, you're good, don't worry. Let's hit the show. Get it wrong every time. 15 years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea that caused a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is annoying. Jack, Nick, that's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, cause we read to go. We can't wait no more. So just start the show. Start the show. For our first story, hackers have taken total control of MGM casinos and hotels in the biggest cyber attack in years. We think there's a solution, and we think that solution to ransomware attacks is the Liam Neeson doctrine. But Jack, you know what's the worst feeling in the world? When you go up to your hotel room and the key card doesn't work and you got to go back down again. That is so frustrating. Oh my God. Yeah, the key card room rejection. It's the worst thing ever. Well, Yetis, for over three days, room keys at MGM's hotels and casinos across the whole country have not been working. But it's not just the room keys, is it, Jack? As of this recording, the MGM website is down. Nobody can book a reservation or learn anything about the hotel. Checking right now, it says offline the entire MGM resort worldwide. Even the casino floor at MGM's signature hotel and resort in Las Vegas has been shut down. The slot machines aren't working. You want a daiquiri? You can't even get one of those right now. now. The reason MGM Hotel and Casinos is in complete paralysis right now It's been hacked. MGM just got hugely hacked, didn't it, Jack? It was such a big hack, they had to make a filing with the SEC. It was such a big hack that MGM stock is down 5% this week because you can't even get a shrimp cocktail right now. Now, executives at MGM are trying to solve this crisis, but they don't even have access to their corporate email. This hack is so bad that they have to use their personal Gmails in order to communicate at the company. The CEO is trying to solve this crisis. With, like, his BlackBerry BBM. Now, Yetis, this feels like the fourth sequel of Ocean's Eleven. Call it Ocean's 14. I've, like, waited for George Clooney to just pop out of nowhere and say he did the whole thing with Matt Damon. But this story actually begins on the other side of the Las Vegas Strip. And, Jack, what's on the other side of the Las Vegas Strip? Caesars Palace Hotel and Casino. The same casino that starred in uh, The Hangover, wasn't it, Jack? Yeah, remember he says, Did Caesar actually live here? Caesar's Palace mattress, 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 the last scene. Well, last week, Caesar's Palace also got hacked in a similar fashion as MGM. Funny coincidence, Yetis. Just last week, hackers were able to obtain a list of Caesar's loyalty members, including their driver's licenses and their social security numbers. That hack at Caesar's Palace is over, though. Caesar's Palace confirmed it. But what Caesar's Palace has not confirmed is how that hack ended. And according to reports, it ended... Because Caesar's paid the hackers $15 million to end the hacking. A $15 million ransom payment to let Caesar go free. And that's the point. Both of these cyber attacks, they appear to be classic ransomware hackings. Jack, it's got the fingerprints of a classic ransomware attack. That's when cyber criminals pretend to be employees of the company. Call the IT help desk and schmooze their way to getting the username and password. Yeah, they basically pull a Tom Cruise and bingo bango, they get the username, the password, and then they are into that system. And then they hold the computer systems hostage and demand a cash payment. And Caesar just paid that ransom. And now MGM has to decide if they're going to pay a ransom. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at MGM? We need to ban ransom payments. We need. The Liam Neeson Doctrine. Ah, oh, yeah it is. Jack and I, we're not blaming Caesars here for allegedly paying cyber criminals millions of dollars. $15 million is a small price to pay in order to retake control of your company. But guess what? That payment, it encourages future cybercrime, like the one that hit MGM just this week. And as long as companies are paying ransoms, then there's a financial incentive for cyber criminals to hack again. Because ransom payments are a solution for a self-interested company, but they are a problem for the whole economy. That's why we think the government has to step in and ban ransom payments from companies. Yeah, we don't negotiate with terrorists. Why should we haggle with hackers? Would Liam Neeson pay a ransom payment? I don't think so. Neither should these Las Vegas hotels. We have a very particular set of skills. Yetis, yeah, if we criminalize ransom payments, then companies won't pay them anymore. And if companies don't pay ransoms, then hackers wouldn't hack For our second story The biggest IPO in two years Just hit Wall Street And that IPO is the ARM computer chip We were curious Why ARM is so big and so valuable And it's because ARM is really cool Literally, Literally. That is the number one Financial theme of this fall It's not football What is it Jack? It's IPOs They're back, baby. Call your Goldman buddies and grab those dancing shoes, baby. There are big names you know that are going public this fall. You got Instacart and you got Birkenstock Shoes. But yesterday, there was one big name you probably didn't know that went public. And that company going public is the Arm Computer Chip. Arm was actually the biggest IPO of the last two years and the third biggest tech IPO ever. In fact, Yetis, you are using Arm's product right now and you probably didn't even realize it. But we'll get to that in a minute. Yes, we will, Jack. Meantime, Arm went public at a $50 billion valuation, and their stock jumped 25% yesterday on day one of trade. And the big financial winner here, who is it, Jack? Massa, Massa, Because SoftBank, the Japanese venture capital firm, happens to own 90% of Arm. WeWork didn't work out for SoftBank. Arm is working out for SoftBank. But yet, he's, here's what Jack and I found fascinating about this story. We were Curious, weren't we, Jack? Why is Arm getting all of the Wall Street love right now? Why is Arm any different than any other computer chip out there these days? Well, we looked into a T boy style. Arm is so hot right now because its computer chips are so cool right now. literally Literally. arm has developed the most energy efficient chip on the planet we jumped in further t-boy style arm mentions the word energy more than they mention computer in their ipo paperwork because arm's computer chips require 150th the amount of energy of competing computer chips It literally stays cool. They're so cool because they stay so cool. And for what product is a small and really energy efficient computer chip the most important? I don't know, Jack. Let me just pull out my phone to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) The smartphone. That's what needs ARMS computer Exactly. And get this, Yetis. According to ARMS paperwork, 99% of the world's smartphones use ARMS chips. That's right. 99 out of 100 smartphones have a chip made by this company. Which makes us wonder, who's that 1%? Like the Palm Pilot man? Arm's one-of-a-kind energy-efficient chip is the reason your smartphone battery lasts one day instead of one hour. If it's 2 a.m. and you have 5% battery left to call an Uber, you should be thanking Arm, not Apple. That's why Apple just signed, get this, a 20-year deal For ARM to supply chips for iPhones. That's right. The iPhone 32 is going to be using an ARM chip. The battery life of your most important tech product depends on this one cool chip. Yes. It does. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at ARM Computer Chips? Not all chips are created equal. Yeti's Jack and I have said it before, and you know what? We're gonna say it again. Do not underestimate the chip. Don't just dip that chip. Just about all electronic things require chips right now. And that's led to chip stocks soaring. Nvidia stock, it's more than tripled in the last year, all thanks to the artificial intelligence rush. Nvidia's chips are critical for AI but they use tons of energy to do it. On the other hand, Arm's chips can't compute for AI, but they use very little energy. So you got Nvidia, now the fifth most valuable company in the world, and you got Arm, the biggest IPO of the year. Even though their chips are very different. The lesson here, chips are crucial in this economy. But not all chips are created equal. ZocDoc. Yetis, you've probably used a restaurant booking app to book a restaurant reservation for Friday night. Wouldn't it be nice to use a simple app or website like that to book a doctor's appointment? Well, that's what ZocDoc is. I've used it for years. Jack, remember when I hurt my back years ago, that herniated disc? Yes. I was booking those doctor's appointments using ZocDoc. Because ZocDoc is an online platform to find and book tens of thousands of doctors, who take your insurance. It's kind of like a restaurant booking app, but for a doctor checkup, not a ribeye. On ZocDoc, you can browse top tier doctors who get patient reviews by verified patients, and you can filter the results by your health insurance. It's just so much better than making a whole bunch of phone calls and just waiting on hold. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you, and then instantly book appointments with all of them online. Save time, Find the best doctors and avoid being on hold for like 30 minutes by booking through ZocDoc. Go to zocdoc.com slash T-boy and download the ZocDoc app for free, and then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash T-boy, zocdoc.com slash T-boy. Burrow. Yeti's, it's ski season. So Jack, uh, I know what that means. Your brothers are coming up. Going to get some visits, man. I have a guest room, but I'd need three guest rooms to house my three brothers and their families next. Like most people have one guest room if they're lucky, but that is where Burrow's shift sleeper sofa comes in. I've actually purchased two Burrow sofas before. I'm so excited for this sleeper sofa because it turns any room into a bedroom. Because Yeti's in under a minute, you can flip the seat cushions out and voila, a two-person queen-sized bed emerges. It's a beautiful sofa, that transforms into a cozy queen-size bed in one minute. Frankly, everyone should have one of these in their home. It's the shift sleeper sofa from Burrow. We wish Burrow would give me a promo code. Buy one brother, get two brothers free. You had too many brothers, Jack. In the meantime, check out Burrow's (laughs) seating options and all their incredible furniture at burrow.com slash t-boy and get 15% off when you do. That's burrow.com slash t-boy for 15% off your Burrow purchase. Burrow.com slash t-boy. For our third and final story before the weekend, British pubs are about to start a new thing. Here it is, unhappy hour. British pubs are implementing surge pricing on drinks during peak drinking hours. Jack, let's go back to our last trip to London. Remember, we did our first live pod show to a live audience. That was January 2020. Does the name Stonegate Group mean anything to you? No, it does not. It doesn't mean anything to me either. But actually, they're the company that owns Slug and Lettuce, the popular bar in London. I think we were near there one time. Yeah, your favorite pub in London, the Thirsty Stag. It's probably owned by this conglomerate, actually, Stonegate Group. This conglomerate company, Stonegate, they own 4,000 pubs, 16,000 bartenders, and 25,000 taps for you to enjoy a lukewarm ale. And these bars in Britain, they also serve shepherd's pie, bangers and mash, and fish and chips. And they ride all those products to $2 billion of annual revenue. $2 billion in revenue for this pub conglomerate. That means they're as big as Lift the Ride Hail Act. And guess what? This chain of bars just borrowed Lyft's business model. Get this. Britain's biggest pub chain is bringing surge pricing to 800 of its pubs. When the bar gets crowded on Saturday night, beer prices at these bars will rise by 25 cents. Ah, extra people at the bar after work? What's going to go down, Jack? (sighs) You'll have to drop an extra quid or two for that Carlsberg. Well, I never. Well, I never. (laughs) Now, Yetis, we know what you're thinking about this new... Business model. It sounds like an unhappy hour, but here's the funny thing. We've actually had surge pricing at bars all along, and you didn't even realize it. Surge pricing at bars is what happy hour is. Happy hour is ironically a form of surge pricing when the price changes in response to demand. Happy hour, it's when drinks are cheaper, a dollar off between three and four o'clock in the afternoon. Because there's lower demand during the afternoon. Well, this pub chain in Britain, it's the same concept as happy hour, but in the opposite direction. Unhappy hour just means more expensive beer at 7 p.m. and on weekends. Because there's high demand at 7 p.m. and on weekends. Now, Yetis, just to sprinkle on more context here, we've told you before, consumers hate surge pricing, but surge pricing is an economist's dream. Because surge pricing restores market balance with dynamic pricing. With surge pricing, you end up paying more for that beer at the pub during a busy soccer match. But if there wasn't surge pricing, there'd be a line out the door and you wouldn't even be able to get in. So we hate to break it to you besties, but surge pricing is economically efficient. It's economically sound, But try explaining that to Nigel, who's been going to the thirsty stag since Lord Mountbatten. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies in the services industry? There is a time and a place for surge pricing, and pubs aren't it. Interesting thing here, Yetis. There actually are certain industries where we all tolerate surge pricing. Like hotels, airlines, and trains. Prices change depending on how strong the demand is. They've been doing it for years, we don't even mind. But there are other industries where we don't tolerate surge pricing. Like movie theaters. Nick, this year, AMC tried and then had to cancel surge pricing because customers hated it. So Jack and I are wondering, what is the reason customers accept surge pricing with travel, but we don't accept it with services like bars or movie theaters? The answer, one has limited availability and the other doesn't. Surge pricing, it's socially acceptable if it's necessary to avoid a shortage, like with travel, trains, and planes. But it faces customer backlash when surge pricing is applied to a habit. Like drinking at a pub. With Nigel. At the Thirsty (laughs) Stack. Jack, can you whip up the takeaways for us for the real Friday? Nick, the MGM hack appears to be over. The website is live again. Are you checking it right now? Did you just refresh the screen? Yeah, I just checked. I refreshed the window. Maybe they made a ransom payment to the hackers. But to end these hackings, we need to ban ransom payments. What we need is the Liam Neeson Doctrine. For our second story, Arm just IPO'd. Their chips are the reason your phone battery lasts a full day. Because not all chips are created equal. And our third and final story is Stonegate. Their 800 bars in Britain are facing customer heat with their planned surge pricing for drinks. Because there's a time and a place for surge pricing. Beer and bourbon are not it. But yetis, this pod's not over yet. Here's what else you need to know today. First, Delta just completely revamped their loyalty program on us. So now you earn your status from spending money, not flying actual miles. For miles traveled, dollars spent. What do we always say about airlines, Jack? Airlines, they're credit card companies with a side hustle in logistics. And second, the president's son, Hunter Biden, has been indicted on gun charges. He's accused of lying about his drug use in a form he filed to buy a gun in 2018 and possessing a gun while using narcotics. And finally, the biggest paper in America, USA Today is hiring two new reporters to follow Taylor Swift and Beyonce. Because Taylor Swift and Beyonce are economic forces... These are basically economics reporters. Yeah. Now time for the best fact yet. This one whipped up by Jack and me to just cap off the week for you. Earlier this week, we told you that bananas contain 75% water. And watermelons are 96% water. And cucumbers are also 96% water. But get this, chicken... Chicken is 75% water. We got curious. We dove in further, T-Boy style. What did we discover, Jack? Pork, beef, even duck, 75% H2O. Turns out the majority of chicken meat you eat, you're actually drinking. You ready for this, Nick? Human beings are 60% water. No wonder I'm staring at a tall, cool glass of water over there, Jack. (laughs) The reason, Yaddy, is the majority of muscle tissue is comprised of water. So pretty much every living thing is majority water which means we don't really eat food. We drink it. And we don't drink water. We drink ourselves. (laughs) I don't even know what you mean, but I love it. (laughs) Yetis, you look fantastic all week. And we got a couple updates for you. First, if you've got a shout out, if you want to get a fact of the day on the pod, if you've got a birthday, just go to our website, tboypod.com. Click the shout-outs tab and fill out the forms, and you can make it into the show. And if you want to get our takeaways to share and read every day, then you can get our newsletter also at tboypod.com. Put our takeaways in your inbox. Easy to share, easy to read. And Jack, I just got to say, your double collar looks fantastic, and that's a win I want to celebrate. I'm a fashion trailblazer. You can be, too. Don't sue us, Vineyard Vines. We did it first. There's plenty of room under these collars, Nick. <laughs> Have a fantastic weekend. Celebrate <laughs> the wins. Jack and I will see you Monday. I can't wait. And before we go, congratulations to legendary Yeti Amanda Tessoff, who just graduated from Flight Attendant School for Southwest Airlines. Congratulations to Travis Mount and Bailey, whose sixth wedding anniversary just happened in Charlotte, North Carolina. Not too shabby, and Jessica and Daisy are just a couple of besties hanging out on the Panama City beach, enjoying their T-boy. I wish I could be there, to be honest. And Damien Prendergast, happy birthday down in Jamaica. And happy birthday to Johanna Weiss in the Philippines. And Letty Goldberg, happy birthday over in Seattle, Washington. Happy birthday to Poncho Scanone playing some paddle ball for his birthday down in Miami. And Oliver Demers is doing the Rubik's Cube for his birthday over in Rogers, Arkansas. And happy birthday to Clancy Shepard in Beaver Creek, Ohio. And Adam Lessing, enjoy that birthday in Brielle, New Jersey. Happy birthday to legendary Yeti Mary Beth Schubert in St. Paul, Minnesota. And Kira Weeda, happy 13th birthday over in New York City. And a huge happy 27th to Frankie Golan, who's on the catwalk in Santa Monica right now. Frankie really really ridiculously good this is Jack Nick and I both own stock of Apple and no vineyard vines were harmed in the making of this (laughs) (laughs) nice job uh, jumping into the S1 by the way I I noticed how primary reporting your links were you know as a one I really love that I'm like, oh, I got the CEO, Jack. I kidnapped him and I brought him here to you to tell you to your face it's that 99%. Is that information integrity good enough him, for you, Jack? Tell him. <laughs> tell him what you told me. I don't care if it's in the S1. I want him to hear it. If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. We want to get to know you. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta Sky Miles business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip...